boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. We certainly are, but it's a very special Australia Day Friday edition of the show. As you know, with the Terrelgan Cup on Friday night, a big meeting at the Meadows. The big greyhound focus starting before the weekend. Joining us this morning, of course, as she does each week, Simone Fisher. Good morning, Simone. Good morning, Andrew, on this Australia Day long weekend. And what a Friday it's become because, of course, uh, Meadows already were racing with their meeting. They do a lot of things to celebrate Australia Day, but now with Terrelgan moved to tonight, it's, you could say, a bumper Friday night, Simone. Absolutely, without a doubt. So today on the show, Andrew, I'll be talking to trainers Kate Gorman and Brian Alford, who both have runners engaged in the Terrelgan Cup final tonight. What's making news around the kennels? Yes, before we get the first of our guests up on the line to talk about their dog's chances on Friday night, Plenty of uh, news, and I guess the, the talking point has been the heat and GRV, the way it's uh, handled things this week, very proactive, all of the participants well and truly informed, and no loss of any meeting in terms of Terrelgan. It's moved to tonight, so everything seems to have gone quite smoothly despite the inconvenience, Simone. Well, it looks very smooth on the outside, Andrew. I'm sure Stephen Clark at Terrelgan and Olivia there would have been on the phone frantically trying to get the kids' entertainment and the band and the food vans and everything else they've got planned for tonight um, brought forward. But the show must go on. It will go on. Uh, the Greyhounds will race, and no doubt it will be a fabulous night. Pretty good chance for the locals to pick up tonight's prize. Yes, with five greyhounds uh, in the final that are trained by locals and last year's winner, Jezelenko, filling one of the reserve spots. Michael Giles and Kate Gorman are keeping it in the family and keeping it local with three runners between them in the final. All right, Kate Gorman to join you soon. Uh, At the moment, her greyhound is leading what's called the Gippsland Carnival leaderboard. That's right, Monster Fish. He's on top with 37 points and he does have a chance to add more points to his tally tonight. At the conclusion of the carnival after the Cranbourne Cup, the dog with the most points collects a $14,000 bonus and makes up to 20000 so I think it might be um, a $4,000 and a $2,000 for second and third place okay. as well. Great money. So, so participation is just as important as winning, because I would have thought like Aston DB and those that had won a race or would almost have it locked in, but that's not the case. No, it's not the case. It really evens it out. It's looking for greyhounds to back up from each cup, really, and a uh, bit of continuity there. And um, look, it's a really good opportunity. If the greyhounds are racing well, enter them to the next cup. So, so, so very, very busy uh, on this Friday as we speak. But yes. then Saturday is uh, very quiet. Well, that's it. And then sail. Is it just sail on Sunday, just, Simone? Just sail on Sunday. We have six meetings today and tonight and uh, only one over the weekend. So a good long weekend for Greyhound people, I guess. Um, no racing, a little bit of a break. No break, though, for those at the kennels where the dogs still have to do some work and be looked after. So even though it's a race-free day coming up, It'll still be just as busy for kennels, especially in hot conditions, looking after them. That's right. It will be business as usual. Greyhounds need to be fed, watered, worked. It won't be any a day any different for greyhound people. It just means we won't be running across the countryside going to the tracks for racing. We're just leaving Victoria for a moment. And um, last week at Wentworth Park, a huge night, the Paws of Thunder, the Summer Cup. 
That's right. Rawability and Fanta Bale have again brought the stakes down south with Rawability winning the Paws of Thunder and Fanta Bale the Summer Cup Finals. Uphill Jill just could not shake off Rawability in the final of the Paws of Thunder and ended up running third, so a great result there. Now, the Meadows announcing their Greyhound of the Year. Um, Sandown likewise. The, just explain to me the timing of these announcements in terms of why now. I think it goes... That's right. You, you get a uh, you get a cup of water while I just tell our listeners that coming up we'll have Kate Gorman and also uh, talking about her dogs tonight and also Brian Alford will join us. But uh, the situation with those announcements, Simone? The clubs obviously go calendar year from January to December, so right. they bring that out early January, whereas the Greyhound of the Year, the GRV one, looks to be a financial year type arrangement okay. now. So... Aston DB has been crowned the Sandown Greyhound of the Year with eight wins from 11 starts on the track and nearly $500,000 in stakes. All right. And um, just before we uh, look at some... Uh, is that wrap it up for our news this morning? I'm just running it through. Oh, well, just uh, the name the name. Oh, of yeah, the yeah. Tell us about this story, <laughs> Pistol Night. Just be careful how you say it on radio, but this is... Uh, some people might shake their heads. Other people might say, oh, that's a bit naughty. Others might think it's a very clever gag. But just explain to us what happened with a greyhound that actually won at Hearsville. So it's not a bad dog, but it's had a name change. Yes, the greyhound was named Pistol as in gun and knight as in the one in shining armour. And it does look innocent enough on paper, Andrew, Pistol Knight. But when you say it, or the race call, I had to say it in a race, it um, sounded a little bit inappropriate. The greyhound has now been called or renamed, Sobered Up. And it did win at Heelsville last Saturday, so it must have been in a much better state of mind. Well, sobered this Up, so that's very story. clever. It's, a bit, it's almost like a gag, the, the second name clever. as well, yeah. Yeah, very, very clever indeed. Um, sometimes these three-member services, they're typing names into the computer and um, they can slip through. It's not actually until you talk, talk them through, call them in a race. So... All yeah, resolved. a very, very interesting story indeed. Mm. Um, just before we chat to Kate Gorman, and she's hoping her dogs will have some very fast times on Friday night, some of the fast times around the state in the last week, Simone. Okay, we have Faster Bolt for Steve Elsom, a 22.01 over the 3.90 at Ballarat. Nangar Warrior for Anthony Azapati, a 3.50 Heelsville win in 19.02. Sprightly Pizzazz, a 300 Heelsville win in 16.53 for Joyce Condon. Dinah Chancer, 29.33 at Sandown over the 5.15 for Corey Grenfell. Cosmic Chieftain, a 5.20 metre win at Sale for David Ferguson in 29.56. Cabo's Winlock, a 3.90 win at Shepparton in 22.06 for Scott Stefanis. The other side of the state at Horsham, Nike Viper, a 4.80 metre win in 27.32 for Lisa Helmuth. The same track, but at the 4.10 metre distance, Louis Lasagna for David Burnett ran a 23.19. and Emerald Rainbow, the 390-metre trip at Warrnambool for David Gill, a 21.95. And Paula Bella had another watt run the same trip in 21.94. It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. Plenty of fast times there. What, though, was your run of the week? Look, she just picks herself almost week in, week out. Fanta Bale again in her win in the Summer Cup at Wentworth Park. Just sensational. All Greyhounds, every Saturday, across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. With Andrew Q, Simone Fisher on RSN 927. Special Friday edition of the show. We do have an edition coming up on Saturday as well. We'll look back at the Terrelgan Cup on Saturday morning. 
But we're looking forward to the big race coming up Friday night. And Kate Gorman joins you on the show, Simone. Good morning, Kate. An exciting day and night for you coming up. Good morning. Yes, it is very exciting. Two greyhounds through to your local track, Terrelgan. You've got Ice Cool Caden and Monster Fish. How's the week been, Kate? Good. It's been hectic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's been busy, but it's been really exciting, really good. We'll start with Ice Cool Caden. It must have been a big thrill to have him win. Uh, Pundas had written him off. $21.50 he paid. I know. Yeah, I know. It it was great to see him win. He, um, he He just tries so hard and... I was just really happy with the way he ran the 500 out because he hadn't had a 500, I think, since July. So um, to just lead the whole way and run it out like he did, I was really happy with him. He ran a very fast 21.90 at Ballarat recently, but he had that uh, had the Graham Tuggera hot on his heels. And to hold him off, that was um, maybe showing that he's gaining a little bit of strength? Yeah, like we've sort of thought over the next six months he'd sort of start to mature and hopefully get the 500 a bit stronger, which he looks like he is starting to do. I didn't think he'd hold Tuggera off the whole way. I thought once he sort of hit the home turn that he would start to struggle, but I was just really happy with how he just kept putting in and he kept going and, yeah, I couldn't ask for any more. Looking back through his form, he's come up against some very handy greyhounds. On debut, he was up against Aston Miley. Uh, we know how good she has been. Zara's yep. entity, Rockoon. So he's... He, yeah, he has. He's, he has been against some real good dogs. Um, he's never... Oh, I like him. He qualified for the Speed Series over the 500 at, at Sandown, and, and we, we let him go in that. Um he can run the 500, but he wasn't getting it very strong back then. But he's got his early pace, and he looks like he's starting to get stronger. So, And he's very reli- very reliable early, so box one looks like it probably will suit him. Yeah, he's perfectly suited there. I couldn't have asked for it yet. That's what I wanted for him. So, <laughs> Well, that, yeah. that's good to hear. Then you've got Monster Fish, who's jumping from box seven. Now, this greyhound fell on his debut at Bendigo, so he's obviously mentally recovered very well because he's been a, a very handy chaser for you. He has. He, he's... He's a funny dog. He's he's been hard to sort of get get to where he is. Like he's he's always trolled brilliantly. Um, he's yeah, but just getting him to put it in a race with other dogs has, has been his challenge. Um, and I've just been yeah trying to give him every chance and and every experience I can with him to try to help him mature a bit. And he looks like he's slowly starting to put it together. He, he certainly is. He started favourite in a heat of the Devonport Cup, but he did find an injury after that race. Did he recover well from that? Yeah, yeah, he he trialled really well the week before in Devonport. Um, I don't know if it was the quiet lure or not, but he missed the start, and he's the sort of dog that does need to lead his races to to show his best. Um, so when he missed the start, we just knew it was all over. But the injury was, um, yeah, nothing nothing major. It was treated. He came home and he trialled. I think we got back on the Thursday. I trialled him Monday night at, at Trelgan, and he went his usual really fast time. So it was, yeah. He got over that pretty easily. Well, that's good to hear. Now, he was the quickest early in the heat, out of the heats, and he was the second fastest qualifier in uh, 20, 30 and 23. Do you think that's about his time, Kate, or do you think there may be a small amount that he can find? Yeah, no, I think he could find a bit. He hasn't had a 500 uh, since November, I think. Um, yeah, I think he can find a bit. He's He can run, he can run the 500, um, and, yeah, it's just as long as he can jump and get across. And box seven, is he going to be able to do that? I hope that he can. He's, 
a few of his starts where he's had outside boxes, he has missed the start. But I think if he can nail the start, he's definitely going to be putting himself right in it. Well, let's hope he does for you. You're, you've got the locals riding their hopes on you and also your, um, not brother-in-law, but in the family, Michael Giles with Tito Mojito. Yeah. So yeah. your local track, these greyhounds have been educated around there and seen the track many times. What would it mean for you to win at Terrelgan? Oh, it would mean so much to win on a local track as well. There's, we've just had so much support, so many messages, and, and it's been fantastic. It's one that I'd, especially for my first group race, I'd love to, to start it off, start the ball rolling with the Trogan Cup. And it's probably been, like you say, a hectic week. You've got me ringing you up for interviews. You've got other people. <laughs> but I guess it's just one of those times you just enjoy the moment and enjoy the ride for a race like this. Yeah, I've just been... Yeah, just winging it all week and <laughs> trying to manage these interviews as best as I can because I'm not great at them. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're not winging it. But um, now we just may, must mention also Peter Giles. Um, your, I, I can't even put all the family together. but Peter, <laughs> confusing, Peter, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit confusing. Peter <laughs> is obviously Michael's father and you've yeah, married, he, married into the family. Yes, um, he's my husband's granddad. There you go. <laughs> I should have just asked you to explain <laughs> it. Yeah, yep. that's a bit easier. So, I mean, you're lucky that um, you've come into a family where you've had someone like Peter, who's almost like a godfather of greyhound racing. Yeah, um, yeah, so... and I worked for Peter for oh, years and years before I sort of went, before Matt and I went out on our own. So we picked up a lot of knowledge along the way from him and from a lot of people. Like, there's, I have a lot of people I pick their brains and and ask their opinions and ultimately at the end of the day I, I sort of do what I want but I do get a lot of yeah a lot of insight from yeah all, all different people the family everybody so well which is really handy well you must be on a winning formula Kate two in the final best of luck um, I know you'll have a lot of people cheering for these hometown heroes thank you very much doggy news from start to finish RSN927 is talking greyhounds Certainly are on this Australia Day edition looking at the Terrelgan Cup. Uh, Kate Gorman there. I think that's the omen bet. The ice cooled because of the heat coming in. That'll cool us off having a bet on her dog. But Brian Alford will join us in just a moment. Just before we get Brian up on the line to chat to us on Talking Greyhounds, Simone, just explain briefly about heat and transporting greyhounds and how that all accommodates. We know in thoroughbred racing, horses don't have to be at the stables for as long and so on, and there's watering and so on added and so on. What's the process with greyhounds? Because from what I've seen when I go to Santa in the Meadows, they're pretty luxurious-looking transportation vehicles. They look very impressive, more impressive than any caravans that <laughs> the elderly take around in the country, the grey nomads. What's the situation with transporting dogs on very hot day and night? Well, no longer is it just a greyhound thrown in the back of a panel van, Andrew, with air conditioning that doesn't reach to the back. Greyhounds have to be transported in an air-conditioned vehicle or or trailer if it's over about 32 degrees. Uh, It's just much better for the animal that they can arrive in a cool environment. Um, Their greyhounds don't handle the heat particularly well. Um, they can recover very well. And if they're given the right conditions prior to a race and after a race, it doesn't seem to affect them at all. But um, getting them to and from the the tracks, they are in air-conditioned trailers or air-conditioned cars and they travel very well. And when you think about greyhounds that might be transported a couple of hours in these air-conditioned situations, um, a lot better than some of the poor dogs that are sitting outside in the heat waiting for their owners to get home from work. So um, I think in in the context of it all, these greyhounds, they are treated like elite elite athletes. They have to be, they need to be. And um, they get to the track and they're in an air-conditioned kennel. It might be 35 degrees outside or whatever the cutoff for the, the heat rule is. But 
Inside it might be 18 or 20 degrees. I mean, that's better than what I'm sitting in at home on a hot day in our house. So they are treated very well. And the trainers are spending a lot of money on vehicles and trailers to get these greyhounds around. Love your doggies. The Greyhound Leader, RSN 927. Talking greyhounds, Andrew Q, Simone Fisher and uh, Brian Alford takes our call on the program, Simone. Good morning, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Um, an exciting morning and day and night for you with My Blue Day in the Trelgan Cup final. Certainly is, Simone. Yes, looking forward to it. Now, as many years ago, back in the 90s, you had a couple of group finalists. Um, did you have any success? Uh, no, made the finals in the Laurels in around about 2004 and uh, about 19, late 1990s, uh, a couple of, um, you know, uh, bitches races finals down in Melbourne, which were handy, but no, no, no luck in the finals, no. So this one tonight with My Blue Day, you haven't had him that long, um, but when you've had him, when you got him, he came off about four months off and he's won every start for you, aiming for five in a row tonight. Yes, it's nice. He, he had a couple of small injuries when I got hold of him. He had a split in his stomach uh, and we fixed that up, which made a, a hell of a difference to him. And we trialled him a couple of times and he absolutely flew around the track. So I said, we'll get him ready for the cup and that's what we've done. Have you expected his um, progress to be as quick and as, uh, I guess, impressive as what it has been? In one word, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's just really hit form at the right time, hasn't he? He is. He, he, he's a young dog coming through. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and You're right. he's just probably, probably building up to his best at the moment. So, um, yeah, all going well. He'll perform well. Take, take a breath for a moment, Brian. It happens to all of us. It's been happening to me this morning. <laughs> take a take a quick <laughs> take a quick drink if you need to. Um, yeah, like getting back to this greyhound's form, he's only he's had a start at sale over the four forty. Then you've had him three times at Terrell, and he's won all I of those. I can hardly hear you, Dale. He he had a start at sale, Brian, over the four forty there, and since then he's had the three wins over the five twenty five at Terrellgan. So he seems quite a strong greyhound as well with the times that he's been running. Yes, he'll run six hundred without any trouble on at all later on. Uh, he's very strong. His run home's good. His second his second last section is exceptional. Uh, yeah, and if he can hit the front on Friday Friday night, he, it'll take a good dog to run him down. He's very reliable early too, isn't he? So I guess that's what, um, you know, strong at the end but good early. That's what you need. Yeah, his three, three first splits have been handy, like 480 for... Um, and 89. And, four, yeah, and, and the um, 489 and then 484 last week. So he's there or thereabouts every week. Yeah, and he seems to really love this track now with his record three from three. So I guess with it, when you're on a winning formula, you stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll just keep him going around and now, if he goes well, uh, hopefully he goes well Friday and then we'll have a look at uh, probably um, the Cranbourne, Cranbourne with a bit of luck, yeah. Yeah. Now, he jumps from box two in the final. Is that a box that you're happy with? Yes, I am. Um, the first He had box two for the first time in his career last week and he handled it very well. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him improve, improve a tad from there. Um, second time around out of the box, it seems to help a bit. But he's got a lot of brains, the dog. Um, you can put him anywhere and he won't try and smash his way around. He'll work his way through a field. So, you know, he's very consistent. 
He certainly is. Now, Brian, what looking back to when you had those greyhounds in the uh, 2004 and the late 90s in these races, have you changed your training styles much? Do you do a lot the I same? I do exactly the same then as what I'm doing now. Right. Yep. It's been it's worked for you. I mean, you, yeah. you've got a handy team of chasers at the moment too. Yeah, I only keep five or six dogs at any one time. Um, but, you know, um, they've got to perform, otherwise you can't afford to have them. Um, but, yeah, I've got some yeah, some nice ones. There's a little girl there, Trevor Allen's, Grandine um, Bailey. She's won 19, I think, now for us. So she's going quite well. And the other girls are very consistent as well. So, yeah, it's a good, good kennel. Yeah, well, you must be doing something right because you are having this success and hopefully it does translate to a, a win tonight. But uh, how's your week been? Very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you just get people like me ringing you up for radio interviews. <laughs> oh, I don't mind that. It's good for the industry. Yeah, it's great. Well, best of luck tonight with My Blue Day in the final, Brian. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Simone. All Greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. Good luck to Brian, all those involved in the Terrelgan Cup. He's got less greyhounds than you, Simone. So, yes, and uh, they're going better as well. need to lift your game there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, just a few other things before we wrap up this special Australia Day edition of the show. Um, dogs to follow. What was your dog to fo- How did it fare last week? Yeah, he actually won. Hot tip. Trained by Mario Briganti. He won over the 600 metres at the Meadows by over eight lengths in 34 and 42. So that was the one to be on. And what is your dog to follow going to be? Another greyhound that's come out of the meadows at only his ninth start on Wednesday, outshined, began well over the 600 metres there and showed great acceleration to win by almost 14 lengths in 34 and 46. Admittedly, there was some trouble early. He did get a, a, an early break, but it's just the way he accelerated. So I think we'll see more of him for sure. All right. Now, we mentioned the run of the week before. We'll repeat it again. Of course, it was Fanta Bale who just continues to go in strength to strength. It was almost um, made a mockery of trying to get the million-dollar mark. She's adding <laughs> prize money galore post that. I mean, it's just wonder how much more will be added. How how much further do you think Fanabelle will be racing? I think Robert will keep racing her until she either loses form or she looks like she's just had enough um, or perhaps if she's injured, which we hope that that doesn't happen. But even just a slight injury as the greyhounds get older that they might not recover from as well. But the way she races, Andrew, that's why she's been so sound. She doesn't get knocked around. She picks that line and just her will to win. So let's hope that it's just it's a matter of her running her course and eventually time just is not on her side anymore and um, you know if she's not competitive but I don't think Robert will run her into the ground or he just won't he's not the type of trainer that would do that um, but I think he will still be looking ahead to the zoom top at the Meadows coming up over the Australian Cup Carnival and uh, also in May the Sandown Cup comes around so if she can continue racing until then I'm sure that uh, Robert will be targeting those two particular races. All right. Now, before we give your best bet tonight, your best bet won from last week, didn't it? It did. That was hit the highway. Right. Angela Langton at the Meadows paid around four sixty or something. Okay, you're on hmm. fire then. All right. What is your best bet for the Terrelgan meeting? Race four, number two, Marcello in the Vic Bread Maiden final. is a good beginner and ran a fast 30 and 34 in the semi-final on Monday. All right. And um, aside from the Terrelgan 
Cup meeting in the Meadows. We should mention the Meadows, uh, a lot of things happening there. So it's it's a huge become a huge Friday night yes. with a focus on both. <laughs> they have a, a lot of things going on for Australia Day, don't they? So this is a they meeting they've, they've actually planned for for some time. They have. They certainly have planned for this because, of course, it was moved so Terrellgan could have the Saturday night, but now Terrellgan a Friday as well. But big barbecue, just what you would expect for our normal Mm -hmm. Australia Day. Sausages in bread, kids' activities, face painting, you name it, the Meadows will have it. So I think get down there and enjoy tonight. Okay. uh, Now, there is a show tomorrow we're doing. We're doing a Saturday morning show. Uh, We'll look back and wrap up the Terrelgan Cup. And Anthony has a party. will be a guest tomorrow on the Saturday show. Um, We mentioned Anthony has a party. He'll be talking about the... Uh, Pause of Thunder, and we mentioned Fanta Bale winning the other weekend. But there's some, some big racing again still this weekend at Wentworth Park, isn't there? There is. Heats of the Group 1 National Derby and Group 1 Futurity at Wentworth Park tomorrow night. Um, they are still racing. And Cranbourne Cup heats next Saturday, the 3rd of February. All right, so that's still part of the Gippsland Carnival, is it not, Cranbourne? The Cranbourne Cup, yes, that's the final leg, leg four of the Gippsland Carnival. So after the Cranbourne Cup, we'll have the final tally of points and we'll see who the Gippsland champion is. All right, so just repeating, of course, we'll be back on air on Saturday morning with a show wrapping up the Terrelgan Cup. Good luck for those heading to Terrelgan or to the Meadows. Full coverage on RSN 927. You can catch this show again if you want on the podcast via our social media. Until we're with our listeners in 24 hours, Simone, we say... You keep those tails wagging.